What is up, DGAFers? Today we are talking about one of my favorite subjects, the 80-20 rule. Oh my gosh, I love talking nutrition because I feel like this is the one thing that a lot of people struggle with. And I think Jenna and I have finally gotten a pretty good grips on it. I mean, obviously we have our mistakes and bad days, but I think we really have an understanding of the 80-20 rule. I do too. And I think I've been talking to a lot of people lately because, you know, this time of year, everybody's trying to, to get rid of bad habits and get ready for spring break and for summer. And everybody I've talked to is doing these drastic things. And oh, these like quick fix, my, like, oh, I'm going to be on this cleanse for 30 days. I'm, and I'm like, I'm oh, cutting, God. Yeah, I'm cutting out absolutely everything I love. And I'm only eating vegetables and chicken for the next four months and it just makes my skin crawl. Yeah. Cause they don't have a, a long-term goal. They just want to be fit for like this certain event. And then they're just going to go back to their old ways and gain it all back and be miserable again. It's like, right. why not live a healthy lifestyle forever and feel good forever? Right. And I think too, I mean, people think that carbs are like the absolute the devil. devil and we eat carbs every single day. We eat carbs. I eat honey every day. I eat mm -hmm. natural sugar every day. I eat real butter. I eat maple syrup. Like all the good, all the good stuff. But if you think about being healthy, a lot of times people think that all has to go. And obviously, we're you know some people can't have like the carbs because of their medical issues and things like that. And obviously, we're not medical doctors or anything. But we're talking about people who have like no issues with that and are just like doing these crazy things for no reason. Right. Like, why are you cutting out carbs? Like, what's the point? Right. Right. You don't need to. And really, I just, I really want to stress in this episode that it's not about how you look no. in a certain outfit or in a bathing suit or time of year. It is about how you feel, how much energy you have, the confidence that you have mm -hmm. That is what is super, super important. Yeah. And I dive into in this episode about how I was literally like super shredded at one point in my life and I was not healthy. And now I am in shape, but a lot healthier now. So like she said, you can't base it off the looks. Right. So don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode and tag us on your social media when you listen. I'm at fitwith underscore Jenna Locke. And I am at Lauren Mayer underscore fitness. And we would love for you to rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, however you are listening. But make sure you subscribe and don't miss out when we post our new episodes. Yes. And we have a new reviewer of the week Yay. this time. This is my favorite one. It's so funny. I don't <laughs> so know why funny. it's funny. So short, sweet, to the point. This one's from Cody. And it says, never used to listen to podcasts. This is where it's at. Subscribe. Thank you, Cody. <laughs> Thank you, Cody. I love it. So make sure that you do subscribe. We're getting really close to 100 subscribers. We're going to give away a gratitude journal to someone who's written us a review when we get there. Yeah, so, so make sure you're writing as a review. We know that the stars give us a review, but that actually doesn't enter you into the giveaway. So make sure you're doing that. All right. Let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realized that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the, the ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGA-effer, like don't give a bleep. 
or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGAFer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGAFer who doesn't give a bloop what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. All right, so what is the 80-20 rule? Because I know that I hear it all the time, just even on the news, like the Today Show and stuff, or you know, you're listening to a commercial, and it's like, live that 80-20 rule. What does that even the, mean? The balance, the balance life. life. Right, so true. And mean? well, first of all, I think it's really important to state that the 80-20 rule has everything to do with nutrition. Yes. Not much to do with workouts. Everything no. to do with nutrition. I mean, you could maybe think of it in terms of workouts, but we're only talking about nutrition today, 80-20 rule. So that means 80% of the time you're eating, you know, clean, I guess you could say. So like nutrient-dense foods, vegetables, fruit, healthy carbs, lean, lean protein, protein, healthy fats, <laughs> all that good stuff. And then 20% of the time you are living. You're having your wine, maybe some pizza, maybe some donuts and some chocolate you know, that's the yeah. 20%. Yep. And I think, you know, we're going to kind of walk you through our days, our typical days, but also kind of our past experiences, because I know I've had times in my life where instead of going 80-20, I've been 100% on with my nutrition. And Lauren can attest to this too, when you did your competition prep. Yeah. But I feel like for me, anytime I go all in with my nutrition, 100%, I end up really messing with my mindset in a negative way and it leads to me binge eating or overeating or going like completely off the rails. Oh, for sure. And I know that if I'm 100%, like when I was doing my fitness competition, I've had an eating disorder in the past and I know what it feels like when I get that obsessive compulsive feeling in my brain when it comes to food. And so I had to be really careful when I was like, okay, this is, there's an end game to this. It's a competition. When the competition's over, I'm going back to normal life, which is the 80, 20 rule. Cause you cannot sustain 100%. Like that's literally impossible. You're going to screw up your brain. It's going to be very damaging. Well, and it really messes with your body too. Oh, for sure. I mean, I mean, I'm just going to be super honest, like probably TMI, but when I was doing my 100% like crazy fitness competition nutrition, ladies, I did not have that time of the month mm -hmm. for months, Yeah, for months because my body fat was so low that mm -hmm. I wasn't even having a normal like Cycle. period. Yeah. yeah I yeah. wasn't. And so and, that's not healthy. And that's really scary. Yes. I mean, that can mess with you and more and with your hormones and with well, right. My husband and I want to have another baby. And so when I was done with my competition, I was like, uh, when is this guy coming back? I mean, as much as I like not having it, it's like, this is kind of not great. Yeah. I mean, it came back once I fixed my nutrition to normal life eating, which is the 80, 20 rule. Uh, but that's scary. It's not healthy. No, it's really not. So here's where this idea for this podcast came about. Lauren and I were driving in the car. I don't know, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I said, so I said, how was, how was teaching today? How was math? And tell them what you told me. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I had to teach my eighth graders today. We did exponential equations and I had to teach them how to graph it and then find the asymptote. And she's like, I'm like, ass and toads. What is, why, what are you teaching these children? I sometimes forget that I'm 
very good at math. Yeah, that is definitely your strength. And it's so funny because even though you're my best friend, like we, we don't, don't talk math. We don't talk about math and right. geometry and graphing asymptotes. Asymptotes. Like. <laughs> yeah. You're not like, yeah, let's let's talk about like today we did um square roots with variables. So it was like so fun. It's really gonna be helpful for life. Okay. Yeah, for anyway, sure. anyway. <laughs> So anyway, that brought up the topic of the 80-20 rule somehow when we were talking about it. Just figuring things out mathematically because I think a lot of times we do hear about 80-20 or 90-10 or live balanced. And it's like, what does that mean? What does that even mean? So we're going to teach you right now how to figure out what percentage you need to eat clean, like we said, um, based on your goals and what you want. Mm -hmm. So some people are going to want that 80-20 balance because I think that's a great balance. That's somebody who wants realistic fitness. They're not, you know, they're just wanting to feel healthy and good. And that's really their goal. Maybe a 90-10 person, it's like, I want to get shredded for spring break or summer and I just want abs. Like maybe they want to hit the 90-10 rule a little bit. Or maybe it's an 80-85-15, you know, but I think... Whatever percentage you want to have, it needs to be, you need to think about what your goals are. Number one, pick a percentage and then let's break it down by how many meals you eat in a day. Yeah. So when Lauren's saying 90, 10, 85, 15, that means 90% of the time you're eating clean, 10% of the time you're enjoying life. Um, And I'll be very honest, around the holidays, I was probably more 70 30. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would say. Too. And, you know, I I still ate pretty well. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Well, and I think that's fine because you made the decision. This is the holidays. I want to enjoy myself. I'm not really super concerned. So you were okay with that 70 30. And then when the holidays were over, it was more back on the 80 20, maybe even the 90 10, mm-hmm. just because you wanted to get ramped back up again. And honestly, I, for the very first week of this program, I was more. 95, five, mm-hmm. like I only had one meal that was off plan. Right. Um, and I feel like my results are showing that because I've really dialed things in. Her results are insane. It's amazing. By the way. I feel it's only been three weeks and I feel absolutely incredible. Yeah. You look amazing. Thank you. Yes. Feel amazing. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to enough about us. You guys yeah, don't, I don't care, care about that. <laughs> uh, so we're going to kind of walk you through how to figure this out. So let's say for the sake of our math here, you eat five meals a day. So, and that is typically what Jenna and I eat. And I know some people might be sitting here like, what? You eat five meals a day? And these aren't like enormous large meals. I mean, you have to think like we consider a snack, you know, would be like a meal type deal. So that's when we're saying we eat five meals a day. Five times a day. Five times. You could think of it like that. Yes. So with that, if you have five meals a day, seven days in a week, multiply that, you're going to get 35 meals in a week, Mm -hmm. roughly. Okay. Mm -hmm. Exactly, actually, if you're doing it this way. If you're doing it to a So you're going to get 35 meals in a week. If you want to figure out what 10% would be, so if you're going to do 90-10, then you want to multiply 35 by 10% or by Mm 0.10. And that's going to give you three and a half meals that can be off plan. So of those 35 times you're eating in a week, three and a half of them (laughs) can be, yeah, can be something like a treat or pizza, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. you can do that without beating yourself up mentally. Yeah. But I want to stress these three and a half meals. If you are doing 90, 10, 
it, it's not an excuse to go insane and binge. That I really want to stress that hard because I think a lot of the times it's like, oh, I have a cheat meal. I'm going to go order a large pizza from Pizza Hut and eat the entire thing right. and then get a breadstick on the side and then a cookie. Like, no. Okay. Like, they so, need to be portioned. Yeah. Don't, no. Yeah. And and <laughs> I used to do that. And that's yeah. kind of why we're laughing about it is because in my mindset, that used to be my cheat meal. And I honestly don't even call them cheat meals anymore because I think that's such a derogatory and negative. It screws your head up. Yeah. It messes with your head and your mindset. So instead, I call them treat meals with the girls in my community because we do need to be treated every once in a while. Oh, for sure. And like I said, when I was 100% that screwed me up mentally more than anything. Well, if I go out with my girlfriends and we're going to an Italian restaurant and I have to sit there and say like, I can't share the pizza with you guys like that. No, like I don't care what they think, honestly, but that's like, I don't know. I feel like, why? Yeah. Why can't I enjoy my pizza yeah. with my girlfriends? Like that's ridiculous. Right. And if you want it, do it. Eat it. If, if you, you don't, don't want it, don't, don't eat it. Yeah. Right. It I really mean, it depends on what you want. It's totally up to you. And I think that's important too, because you need to make decisions based on what you believe and what your goals are and what you want. You can't make decisions based on what other people think. Yeah. And so if you wanted, let's say you wanted to do the 80-20 rule. So doing that same math, if you eat five meals a day, you're still eating 35 meals a week. You would take 35 times 0.2, that'd be 20%. And you're getting around seven meals in which you can treat yourself, yeah. have whatever you know, you're know you wanting. Yeah. And that doesn't say every single week you have to live the 80-20 rule because you decided that month that that's how you're going to live. Maybe one week you're like, no, I kind of want to live the 90-10 rule this week. Then next week I want to live the 80-20 because it's my friend's birthday or my kids so-and-so. I mean, you can kind of plan accordingly. Yep. Really. Absolutely. And I, I feel the same way. Like, And even for me, I'm going to LA this next weekend. So for me, I'm going to be like 95-5 Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then Thursday when I get to LA, it'll probably be a little more 80-20 this weekend because you know I'm going to meet a lot of the girls that we work with, some of that we've never yeah. met before. So I'm, we're going to be do- drinking wine and, and going out to eat and things like that. So I feel like that's a good time to to kind of let loose. And yeah, it's also important though, that you have a plan to come back to. For sure. And so I want to, we want to take you through kind of a day of when we're on track the whole day. Mm-hmm. And then maybe like on the weekend when we want to kind of have that meal. Yeah. Well, and I think we should really talk about what does an appropriate treat meal look like. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So Lauren, walk us through your day. Okay. So typical day, I'll just kind of go with today. Today I had, you know, my normal breakfast is usually an egg or two eggs, two scrambled eggs. And then I'll have like an English um, Ezekiel muffin with peanut butter and banana and honey and cinnamon on it. Literally, I eat that every single morning. And then, you know, my snack in the mid-morning snack would be my superfood shake. It's usually chocolate flavored with like my almond milk. Um, Then for lunch, I'll usually have like a very strongly vegetable-based lunch where it'll be either like a really nice salad with, you know, healthy proteins, healthy fats, or I'll do like I did butternut squash noodles today with like this burrito bowl thing and then chicken on it with uh, some tzatziki sauce and so freaking that good. Sounds but it amazing. was literally all vegetables and then healthy protein. And then for my snack, when I got home from work today, I had my Greek yogurt with um, my raspberries and my granola, my gluten-free granola and some honey. And then for dinner tonight, I'll probably have, I mean, I have so much 
great options in my fridge right now. <laughs> um, I'll probably have like this leftover salmon I made the other day with probably the butternut squash noodles again and some veggies. And then maybe I'll have like my little dessert, which is like my rice cake with my peanut butter and banana. That sounds amazing. And, and that's like my typical clean day. And honestly, your day is not so different from mine. I mean, mm-hmm. I try to do a vegetable at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And people, it's so funny because people ask me all the time, they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you eat spinach for breakfast. Or I can't believe you eat, you know, vegetables and your eggs. And I want to be very clear. I do that because I don't like vegetables all that much. <laughs> you don't like, want to eat them all I day. I don't, I want to get it over with uh-huh. first thing in the morning. And if I had it my way, I honestly, most of the time, just put my spinach on the side and eat it first and get it over with because I want to enjoy the rest of my food. Mm -hmm. See, I'm the complete opposite. I save all my veggies for the evening because I get really hungry in the evening. So I feel like if I save all my vegetables for dinner, and I mean, I have some at lunch, but if I save the majority for dinner, I can literally have a plate that's enormous and it fills me up. That is interesting because even though you and I are eating the same amount of veggies a day, Uh I have to space mine out Here's what I've noticed just in the last two weeks since I've been like very dialed in on my nutrition. Mm -hmm. If I wait until dinner to have all my veggies, I am craving things so hardcore that I don't even want vegetables. Like I can't even talk myself into eating the vegetables. But if I space them out during the day, it's like I have so much fiber that I'm not starving. Yeah. And it that crazy. It is so crazy. And that works for me every single time. So I do veggie at breakfast protein, usually eggs, honestly, um, or Greek yogurt. I'll do Ezekiel English muffin. Like Lauren said, we eat very similar, very similar. Um, or I'll do some oatmeal with some fruit and then lunch. Same thing. I try to keep that very like veggie based for Mm -hmm. the most part. Um, if I'm cutting out a carb at one of my three meals, I'll cut it out at lunch Mm -hmm. and then save my carb for dinner. And then I'll have snacks throughout the day of fruit and veggies and, and, you know, lean protein, for the most part, we eat very similarly. Yeah. And that's like, I mean, honestly, I think I eat like that Monday through Friday-ish, like maybe Friday night if me and my husband go out to dinner. But Monday through Friday, I mean, my days are pretty similar to that. And then, you know, when Saturday or maybe Friday night hits or maybe a Sunday, it depends on what I'm doing. That's when I might allow myself to have maybe one of my treat meals. And so like for an example, treat meal for me would be, I really like my little ice cream bars that I have in my my freezer. I eat the enlightened ice cream bars, which by the way, they're like protein ice cream bars. So it's really not even terrible. They're or only even, 90 calories. Or even Halo Top. Yeah. That's delicious. Yeah. So I'll have that. Or um, my mom will go over to my parents' house. My mom made one night. It was pulled pork and mac and cheese and coleslaw. And so, you know, that to me is a treat meal because I'm not going to eat that in the, the week because that's really high fat, sugar, you know, it's not high, like very starchy carbs. So that's my treat meal. But I do love that you let yourself have that. Oh yeah. Instead of cutting all of that out completely. Yeah. It's, it's so rewarding. It's like when I go over, I'm like, I don't feel guilty. Like I'm enjoying this meal with my family. And I know Monday comes around, I'm back to like my normal eating, which by the way, my normal eating, I freaking love it. It's delicious. Yeah. And you can, you have to find a way to, to make meals that you like. And that's Mm -hmm. something that we help the women in our groups do every single month. We teach them our ways. We do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Can I give you a non-example? Yeah. Non-example. A a non-example of a treat meal. Okay. So this was probably about a year ago. Um, 
Chad and I went out to eat to one of our favorite places. It's called Flipside, Ooh, yes. and it's this like gourmet burger joint, and it is so good. They have this burger with deep fried mushrooms on it. Mm. So good. So here's what I did. <laughs> here's what I did. Here's what happened. So I got the burger with the deep fried mushrooms. We also got an appetizer of like their house chips with blue cheese and hot sauce oh my and God. like amazing. Um, I got a side of sweet potato fries, which were outstanding. Oh. Stop laughing. I'm not done. I'm sorry. Hold on. Then I had probably four beers, but this was like an all night thing. Like I was we went, say, we, um, were you blowing up? Were your on. pants okay. blowing off? I am not oh done. God, okay. <laughs> okay. So then I had like four beers and here's the problem. I, when I was in college, this might be way too much information, but it's, we're all friends here. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So when I was in college, you know, I could drink like 10 Bud Lights and be not fine, but like, like fine. Not falling down. Right. Not yeah. falling down. So I feel like now that we're older and mature, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> I guess, I feel like I can still drink the same amount of beers. However, now I'm drinking like IPAs that have this like way more crazy, like 8% alcohol compared to a Bud Light. So yeah. I'm literally drinking like 20 Bud Lights yeah. and oh not even God. realizing it. So anyway, so that was where I was at. Yeah. Um, and then here's the kicker. Then Chad's favorite dessert place in the whole world is Cold Stone. Mm-hmm. Like loves it. Mm-hmm. So after the appetizers and the burger with deep fried oh. mushrooms and the fries and the enormous amount of, of alcohol – we went to Cold Stone and got ice cream and like with the brownies mixed oh. in and the fudge. I wish you could see my face right oh, now. She literally looks like <laughs> she wants to smack me. But I threw up all night. I bet. I was so sick. And it was like looking back, I'm like, what was I doing? Because Why? But I thought that was normal. You're like, this is my treat meal. I thought it was normal. It was a treat meal. Like, screw it. I'm gonna eat whatever I want. And Oh, my body, I paid for that You probably had to recover for like a week. It took me a solid four days to feel normal again. Oh my goodness. So here's, here's, you know, long story short, we went back to Cold Stone. Not Cold Stone. My gosh, we did not do that. We went back to Cold Stone and got another dip. No, we went back. (laughs) We went back to Flipside, back to the same burger joint a couple weeks ago. And I want to tell you what I did differently. So this time I got that same burger because it's amazing. And I'm not going to not get that burger at Flipside. Mm-hmm. So I got the burger, but I got a giant salad to go with it mm-hmm. and dressing on the side and did not have fries, did not have the appetizer. And I had a couple glasses of wine and I felt great. I woke up. We did not go to Cold Stone on the way home. We skipped skipped dessert. Uh, but I woke up and I wasn't, I didn't feel guilty. Sure. I was a little bloated because that's what happens right. when you're used to eating clean most of the time. But like I got up and I got my workout in and I was fine. So that is the difference between like going off the deep end with a, a treat meal. And that really is more of a cheat meal. Right. That's like, a, <laughs> that's you a, just went off the deep end. Yeah, that's meal. when it's, that's when it's not healthy for you. And it's really not even safe to do when that. When I used to do, I mean, I used to do the same thing. Like I would be like, oh, you know, I'm going out with my girlfriends. I used to have a huge problem when I would go out and and have drinks with my girlfriends. We'd always get like pizza at the end of the night. But I use that as as an excuse to like, I'm off. I don't care. I've had some drinks. I don't care. Like literally would eat like five pieces of pizza with tons of ranch. And then yeah. we would just like have wings. And 
I'm pretty sure for my one friend's bachelorette party, we ordered $150 worth of food. I'm not kidding. I don't even know what we ordered. We ordered a meat lovers large. Then we ordered like two regular cheese pizzas, a meatball sub, a basket of fries. I don't even know. But it's, <laughs> it's interesting that you say that, though, because thinking of me back in college, I used to do that. We used to eat every single time we would drink. Oh, yeah. And now I don't want – I don't even want to anymore. doesn't no. matter how much I drink. I right. still don't feel like eating. Like right. It doesn't – And if and, I do, I'm not doing that. Right. Like there it, – it's no. Yeah. It's like some popcorn or if I have some like granola, I'll go grab that mm-hmm. and eat. But oh my gosh. Yeah. So maybe – so maybe I guess what we're getting at here is if you're going to treat yourself, pick one way to treat yourself. Yeah. You know, do it with a great appetizer and then stick with a lean protein and a veggie and a healthy carb for your dinner. Or if you're going to drink heavily, then don't get pizza and beer. Right. And, you know, don't, well, you can get beer, but don't get wings and don't get that's, dessert. That's and- the definition of balance. Like when you hear the word balance, that's what we mean by balance. That's balance right there, what she just described. Yeah. Pick yeah. one way to treat yourself. Don't take a night off as getting the apps and the crazy dinner and the dessert and the drinks. Pick one way to treat yourself. If there's one thing that you take away from this that's episode, it. I want it to be that. So now your homework is to figure out how many meals you're going to be eating in a day and figure out your percentage, get your goal. What do you want to do? And start living that way. And let us know what you choose. I mean, get, we're on social media, tag us and be like, look, I'm doing the 80, 20 rule. This is how many meals I'm having. You know, this is my, my treat meals. I love to hear, you know, you guys actually applying the stuff that we're talking about on our podcast. Me too. We literally shout you out for that. And you know, I think, I think too, there are so many fad diets out there and so many so many quick fixes and if you choose to go that route it will not last you long term no. you have to pick something that will you can do for the rest of your life and this you can do forever yep figuring out this percentage of of what meals are healthy what meals are your treats that will get you to your goals it may take you a little longer if you're going to do the 70 30 or the 80 20 That'll take you longer than if you're going to do 90-10, but I will be very honest. I did probably 75-25, and I've kept 35 pounds off for the last two years. Yeah, I mean, you just have to be okay with the process. And so if you are wanting quicker results, then you're going to have to buckle down like a little harder than somebody who's like, I'm okay with being patient and going the 70-30 route or the 80-20 route. Or if you're not patient, you have to be willing to deal with the the sacrifice that comes with it. And I'm telling you right now, you see people on Instagram and stuff with these abs and all of this stuff. You don't understand how much sacrifice that takes. And if you're not willing to do that, then don't try to kill yourself and do that. If you're, that's not your goal to have a 20 pack, like a 12 pack, like to get that, you almost have to be 100%. Right. I'm sorry. To get those abs, you have to be like 96% of the time clean. Yeah. And, you really do. And you have to think about if your mindset can handle that mm-hmm. and if it's worth it. Because there are a lot of things 
that come with it and a lot of challenges that come I'll with it. I'll tell you, I loved, loved, loved my body during my competition. I was the leanest I've ever been in my entire life. I had a nine pack, all of that stuff. But I will tell you, I had health issues. I had acid reflux so bad. I had pressure in my face and my head. I don't even know why. You had chest pain. I had chest pains because I had inflammation in my chest. I had... I come across on in pictures. I was so oh, she's so healthy. She's so fit. I was not healthy. Right now, you see me right now. I'm the healthiest I've been in so long, and I don't have that nine pack. I mean, I have obviously I'm in shape, but like it's so funny. You think oh, that person's super healthy, but they. I was having major like issues Mm -hmm. during that. So I'm stuck. I'm stuck on the nine pack thing. How is that? Four on each side and one up top. No, it was like everywhere. Where's the the ninth one? There's I had a nine. <laughs> Where I don't four four and up top. Down yeah, low, where's yeah. The I think it was like on the side. Oh, I counted <laughs> these. I think. The I, don't, I just don't know how you could have an odd number of abs. I don't, I don't know either. <laughs> okay. All right. Then we're gonna wrap this up. On that note, we're gonna we're gonna leave you with that. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. See you next time.